So, with the Democrats now, with your front runner being Bernie Sanders, a lot of Democrats are in full-on panic, as you well know. Uh, they are concerned that Bernie Sanders at the top and avowed socialist with no real way to pay for the tens of trillions of dollars he plans to to spend on all of his utopian ideas. But they're panicked by Bernie Sanders. They believe, and, and rightfully so, that if Bernie Sanders is the nominee, a guy who's not actually a, a Democrat but a socialist, that they will lose down ballot. There'll be down ballot devastation. House seats will be lost. Senate seats will be lost. The House will be lost. For years, the Senate could be lost for many, many years, which means the courts, the courts will be impacted much more severely than they have been already by Donald Trump. And they're already concerned that the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, the, the liberal, liberal bastion, that President Trump has already picked more than a third of the justices on that court. And he's going to be adding more. So uh, the, the liberals are very concerned. And as a result, two things are going on. First of all, they're vetting Bernie Sanders, and second of all, they're digging deep on Mike Bloomberg, who conducts himself like a front runner, but is really running in third place. Joe Biden, believe it or not, could could reemerge here in South Carolina. Joe Biden is maintaining a small lead in South Carolina. The debate's tonight. They vote there in a couple of days. Then it's on to Super Tuesday on the 3rd of March. I bring all of this to your attention because I want to go to a, a clip from CNN. It's bite number three, and I want to go to this clip because... If you haven't heard this before, back in the day, Bernie Sanders had all of these strange writings about sexual assault and rape fantasies and all just weird stuff, right? And Jake Tapper on CNN is regurgitating much of this because here's the thing. Back when Bernie Sanders ran against Hillary Clinton, he was never fully vetted. Nobody took him seriously. They should have. They didn't. This time around, uh, the establishment thought again, the establishment thought again that Bernie Sanders would not rise to the top. They felt that Joe Biden or one of their more moderate candidates would would win out. It's not happening again because you have a field that is splintered. And I have said for months that Bernie Sanders stands the best chance because he has a rock-solid base and a whole lot of cash. A rock-solid base and a whole lot of cash will take you a long way in this process, and it's proving to be true, obviously. So Jake Tapper decides to dig into Bernie Sanders' campaign and the very strange writings that he made years ago now. But I want you to hear this. It's bite number three with Jake Tapper. Bite three. Go. There was this uh, essay he wrote uh, when he was 30 years old in 1971. It's an old essay, but he writes, a man goes home and, and masturbates his typical fantasy, a woman on her knees, a woman tied up, a woman abused. A woman enjoys intercourse with her man as she fantasizes about being raped by three men simultaneously. It goes on to talk about gender roles. It is very strange, and obviously there is a lot to object to in this, Steve. There is, and uh, I'm not going to defend it. I'll leave that to the Sanders campaign. I'm we, sure have not, say, we, have to, we have yet to get a response back, by the I'm way. I'm sure they'll say it was a long time ago. It was. He was 30. Um, and, and I'm sure they'll say that he was he was providing analysis and not his own views. But there's no question that, that this is going to be a challenge for them. Although I will say it's going to be more relevant when he's more relevant. And right now he's not very relevant and probably this won't be either. Let's talk. You want to talk about See, it? No, it's just so uncomfortable. I mean, it's, it's a very uncomfortable. The problem is Democratic pundits like those on CNN are trying to dismiss Bernie even now. He's not relevant. He's not going to be. He's in first place. He is the front runner in the race to become 
the standard bearer for the Democrat Party in 2020. He's completely irrelevant, and to say otherwise is silly. And, of course, Bernie got himself into some hot water over the weekend with his 60 Minutes interview with Anderson Cooper because he defended, in part, Fidel Castro and some of the things that Castro did when he came into power. And because of that, uh, Bernie is now uh, back on his heels a wee bit, but he seems to be sticking to it. And, in fact, I want you to hear more than just what you heard on 60 Minutes. Because I have a collection here, Bite 4, I have a collection of Bernie's greatest hits when it comes to defending people like Fidel Castro. Here are his greatest hits in defending the Cuban dictator. Bite 4, go. I talk about democratic socialism. I'm not looking at Cuba. Fidel Castro made the revolution in Cuba, and it just seemed right and appropriate. I'm not looking at Cuba. Beginning to read about the Cuban revolution, and what I was more impressed about is how it was being reported in the United States press. And I began to understand that you don't always hear all of the truth. I'm not looking at Cuba. Everybody was totally convinced that Castro was the worst guy in the world, that all the Cuban people were going to rise up in rebellion against Fidel Castro. They forgot that he educated their kids, gave them health care, totally transformed the society. I'm not looking at Cuba. You could say there's some positive things in Cubans. I'm not looking at Cuba. Educated their kids and gave everybody health care. What kind of health care? The kind you want to bring to America, Bernie? Well, I don't think too many of us are interested in that kind of third world health care. Educated their children. Taught them to believe in a hatred for America. Taught them to believe a hatred for free enterprise, capitalism. Capitalism, which means freedom, of course. Because that's what capitalism is. It's freedom. Freedom to choose for yourself. Freedom to choose your own path. Freedom to go out there and earn the things you want. You see, people think that buying things is somehow evil. It's, well, you're, you're, all you want is consumer items. You know what? That's all right. I like things. I like to earn things. I like to have a nice shower and a car that starts and a roof that doesn't leak. Nothing wrong with that. And I like that roof to be on a nice home if that's just the same to you. And these are things that I can earn in America. Those things are not available in Cuba to be earned. You're part of the collective. Who do you think you are? Sit down, shut up, and we'll educate you again. That's the thing that Bernie Sanders is praising. This part of the program brought to you by DTE Energy, providing safe, reliable, natural gas to customers all across Michigan. DTE Energy. Know your own power. Uh, It's 51 after on a Tuesday. Good to have you here. We're going to get to sports with Brock and so much more right after the... The break here. Don't go anywhere. It's the Steve Gruber Show. DTE believes that the energy we all use doesn't have to contribute to climate change. That's why within the next 10 years, we will triple renewables and cut carbon emissions in half. And now we're announcing a bold new goal to reach net zero carbon emissions in electric generation by 2050. DTE has long been a leader in clean, affordable, reliable energy. And leaders don't just do what's easy. They do what's right. DTE. 
At DTE, we're committed to using our energy to serve and transform communities, helping to create a brighter future for us all through projects like building parks, partnering with schools, job training programs, and volunteering our time to those in need. Because at DTE, we believe we have a responsibility to serve our customers and our communities. Learn more at DTEimpact.com. DTE.